0: It makes your day-to-day easier and gives you the freedom to focus on what really matters, your future.
1: Grow your business without the grind in Slack. Visit Slack.com to get started.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Brave New Work, a podcast about reinventing our organizations and the search for a more adaptive and human way of working. I'm Aaron Dignan and joined, as always, by Rodney Evans.
1: What a week, everybody.
0: Here it is. Um, on today's continuation of our Ready for Anything series, we're going to talk about the role purpose will play in this transition. So if for those of you that are familiar with the OS Canvas, we're going to walk our way through it. And today is purpose. But before that, uh, perhaps a quick rapid check-in round.
1: Yes, let's do that thing to get here and get present. Um, I've been hearing a lot of really heartwarming stories out there on the internet lands about this moment. And so I wanted to ask you, what is something that has brought you some delight amid the chaos of this moment?
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess two things. One, it's been, you know, fun to be with family more, which I've enjoyed um, and just see things you don't normally see when you're at work. And two, uh, there's a great Twitter thread going around of all the like, ecosystems and biospheres that are coming back yes. to life because we're not being humans. Um, dolphins swimming in the Harbor, like just stuff where you're just like, Whoa, the canals in Venice are clear for the first time in, you know, 50 years. So yeah. that kind of thing is, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that all of it's true, but if it, even half of it's true, it's amazing. <laughs> we'll Take it. Um, what about you?
1: For me, my yoga teacher, whose name is Mira Shani uh, started putting classes up on YouTube and it just is like, it's so helpful. It's so helpful, but also uh, she's doing them at the moment in her backyard. So there's a lot of birds song. I just finished a class this morning before we got on to record. And I was just like, oh, this is a much needed um, break from the news and the work that doesn't stop and everything else. Totally. Totally. So with that said, let's roll.
0: Today's topic is purpose, as we said, but I think before we get into that, I want to do a very quick PSA for all the leaders out there, Um, and that is to find an application that will let you record yourself and share a message with the team that says, hey, um, normally it would take years to transition to a new way of working and to have the trust and connection and membership and norms established um, that allow that to happen and allow that to thrive. And we don't have that time and Mm -hmm. that luxury. And so we're all going to act as if I'm going to act as if we have total trust and you can do this and we can dynamically organize and be decentralized and it's all going to work out. And you're going to act as if I'm not looking for a way to lay you off or (laughs) screw you or catch you or what have you. And we're going to all pretend that we're really good at this. I actually think it's super important in a moment of rapid transition to just pretend like it's already true. And so if we can do that, if we can get that message out there and then jump into some of these new mindsets and practices, I think we'll just be more successful because humans are incredible, uh, you know, imagination machines. And so let's all imagine that we're really good at this, even though we're going to make mistakes. And let's all imagine that we're all great, you know, good actors in the system trying to do our best.
1: And importantly, for a lot of the leaders I know who don't know what to say right now, that's a really great thing to say. So go say good that. place
0: to start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's dig in on this. Can you just say a little bit about why you think purpose is important right now? Why you know why not start with uh, whether to use Zoom or WebEx?
1: Yeah. So finally, when we talked last night about what field we were going to start with, you suggested this. And I was like, no, we should start with authority <laughs> or a strategy <laughs> or something that is a burning platform. But after 30 seconds of discussing it, I realized that I agreed with you. That happens a lot. Uh, I like to start with no. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So it's really easy in the need to triage a bunch of logistical and tactical things to skip right to working agreements, tool stack, accountabilities, You know, triaging who's going to do what and how we're going to make sure and visibility and all of that stuff, but- if we don't take a step back to ask what that is in service of, it's really difficult to prioritize. And basically, most teams and organizations suck at prioritizing anyway in the best of circumstances and should be using purpose as a way to filter activity and make smart decisions about priorities. But in this moment where we don't have the luxury of sort of arguing about it in sense making in a more spacious way, we really need like a shortcut. And like a heuristic to say, is this important or is this not important in the absence of being able to talk about it ad nauseum for the next month with my team? So we want to make sure it's. It's funny because I had a weird reaction to this when you said it. That was like, oh, like that's like the least important thing. That's just like <laughs> soft, but like it's not actually. We really need to have a time limited super clear, super tight reason for existing right now that helps us uh, stay organized.
0: Yes, totally. I think the the normal protocol in most management environments is sheep herding around right. purpose. Yep. And so it's basically like all the sheep, the whole flock is just like running around trying to get out. And the sheepdogs are just like continually driving us back to purpose. And that is fine, although kind of not very impressive. Um, in an environment where we're all together every day and we can do the sense-making you were talking about and we're going to run into each other and have these serendipitous collisions. But it's really not good mm-hmm. if we're spread out mm-hmm. and decentralized. It's just not effective. And so that's why everybody's like, well, how can I look over everyone's shoulder? How can I you know, how can I be a sheepdog in this yeah. moment where everyone's going to be at home and on Zoom and with their kids? Um, and the answer is you can't. And so the solution for that is purpose. Instead of that, you need to have like a dinner bell that is calling, you know, the the sheep in and calling the people to purpose. Um, and maybe that's, you know, <laughs> maybe that's not the right metaphor, but I, I just think it's true. Actually, like we need, right? we need a flag. We need, yeah. we need a place to run to. And what that allows us to do then is be in service of that in every decision, in every moment, in every context, and also have a benchmark for like, are we doing it? in the moment and and how does that, um, you know, kind of play out. So I think we need purpose, not just for the organization. I mean, obviously this hasn't changed, you know, the corporation's purpose much probably, although Mm -hmm. we can talk about that, but it definitely, um, you know, it's really critical at the function level, at the team level, at the unit level, and certainly at the role level. Like what is my role's purpose in this moment?
1: Let's talk a little bit about the fractal nature because I find when we do chartering work with teams who haven't done that kind of work before, most people out there in the world have not been asked what the purpose of their role is specifically so right. maybe we just talk a little bit about what we see at the org level what we see at the team level and then what we see at the role level and how those things sort of play together
0: first of all at the top of the house or at the at the center of the peach um depending on how you organize <laughs> Uh, you know, the purpose is meant to be this long term dent in the universe kind of idea. And in many cases, an idea that can, you know, can kind of never be done, never be fully mm-hmm. realized that we can pursue for for decades or longer. Um, so I think that's, you know, that's the usual suspects there. And if you haven't done that work, this is a good time to just get clear on like, why do we exist because we might not exist after this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and how do we how do we reorient around that? Uh, I also think it's totally acceptable if you're a small business, if you're a startup, if you're a medium-sized business to, in this moment, redirect purpose a little bit to be very contextual. Mm. And so you might be saying, look, you know, we're a restaurant. Our purpose for the next 30 days is not to go out of business. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's eyes on that. Mm -hmm. And we'll just figure out, like, what is that going to take? And everybody's going to get dug in and, and focus on things we can do tactically to prevent uh, bankruptcy, et cetera. Um, you know, if you're a business that has the potential to help in the crisis, the purpose might reorient to like our job is going to be to try to get a test out, to try to get, you know, an antibody test out. And that's going to, that's going to supersede everything else. So Mm -hmm. I think it's okay to do a time limited organizational purpose in this moment.
1: And I just want to say about that on the org level, if you think about the implications of that, if there's a restaurant that shifts for this moment, from, you know, make wonderful farm to table food to nourish our community to something <laughs> like stay open and keep all of our employees, the decisions that you're making about what you're doing in this moment are very, very different. So now, if that's what we have our eye on, we're possibly spinning up different kinds of business models. We're thinking about how we're going to compensate. We're looking at where we're cutting costs. We're looking at different kinds of flex working we're it's a whole different uh mindset and lens on the problem to say right now this is the reason we exist the reason we exist is yes. to keep yes. these people employed so that they don't go bankrupt that's,
0: that's a right. very different purpose and exactly. it it,
1: dr- it should drive if you're doing it right it should drive different decisions
0: Absolutely. And then coming out of the, you know, this moment, it's possible then to sort of recenter on the bigger picture stuff when we have a bigger picture that we can believe in, mm-hmm. that we can even imagine. Um, and then, you know, for the units and teams and functions and all that, I think purpose is really just, you know, a, it's a fractal portion of that same assignment. So it might be that our goal is to manage cash if we're in finance or, or you know, to, to kind of stem the tide, it might be that our purpose is to have 100%, you know, customer service uptime or response rate. Um, You know, all those things I think still stand, but just in service of what? So I think it's worth reevaluating that.
1: And at the team level, it's really important for the team to be thinking critically right now about what specifically you are contributing to the organization. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. why do you exist? When I do team charting with my own teams, like my own transformation teams, we start with the question, what is the point of us even? Because it's just (laughs) an easy way to be like... If right now we cannot easily answer that question, l- let's figure out what we could be doing in this moment that actually is the point of us even.
0: And then at the individual level, at the role level, I think perhaps most critically, you know, just getting clear about the roles we're playing right now and then what those what those roles are meant to do. And even if you have nothing else, just saying like, all right, I'm going to wear these three hats during this moment. And these three hats each have one sentence written on the front. Mm-hmm. And that's my purpose right and so my purpose as marketer is going to be to just like add demand at the top of the funnel Mm -hmm. and my purpose as you know brand ambassador is going to be to like try to deepen connections and humanize the brand right now Um, like whatever it is I think you know you can define it for yourself it should be an outcome it should be a thing that's true when you're done doing the work um, or that is that you're always sort of perpetually trying to make true um, and it should it should help you figure out like you know am I doing it or not and that is going to be the big uh, sort of filter between the questions of like are you still doing your job, it, how many hours is enough all those things should be answered by like well do I fundamentally feel like I'm fulfilling this promise mm-hmm. um, and if I'm doing you know if I'm doing the best version of that that I can given the circumstances then I think I can sleep pretty well at night yeah um, and and you know sort of takes the pressure off
1: and two things I. Th- think that are interesting about that right now. One is at the role level in particular that's probably going to look really different. So easy example for me is something like hiring. Normally, if you have a talent acquisition hat on, it's about, you know, time to fill or cost per hire or whatever. Right now what that what your purpose might be is
0: mm-hmm. keeping
1: a bench of candidates warm and ready and in communication. So we're ready when things return to normal. That's one way to think about role purpose. The really varsity play here that I'm starting to see in some of my clients is a dual lens on role purpose right now, one of which is about keeping things running for customers and keeping continuity, et cetera. And the other is actually about proving these new ways of working. So Mm -hmm, what's interesting mm -hmm. is I have roles and teams that I'm working with in my client who are like... Actually, one of our big contributions to the organization right now is showing the organization what's possible in terms of yes. new ways of working, which of course, yes. I mean my heart like explodes when they say <laughs> these things to me, yes, but it that. is an interesting opportunity for those of you who are like, "Well, my job is different or it's boring or it's lessened or whatever there's also there's another meta play here that is like maybe your role is to figure stuff out right now,
0: right, and to be a model,
1: yeah. A lab and a model.
0: So let's talk a little bit about the practical task of authoring a Mm -hmm. purpose. So let's say maybe it's been vague or it's been underdeveloped, or now you need to change it uh, in order to make it through this. How do you do that?
1: Get your team together on a Zoom call with some kind of multiplayer technology and start drafting. (laughs) I'm going to start with what I don't want to see in your purpose statement. I don't want to see anything that looks like a mission statement that could be applied to any organization on earth and is just a strung together list of inspirational words, nor do I want to see a a cornucopia of corporate jargon where you're like, we will align the synergies to maximize shareholder value. None of that. None of that goes in your purpose statement. Get it out of your mind right now
0: especially right now.
1: <laughs> especially right now. Let's get. Let's use this moment to practice speaking like the human beings we are and writing the way that we actually talk to each other. So what I want to see in a purpose is something that is three sentence or less, ideally 20 words or less. I want it to be very authentic to your team and very specific. So if I am a new employee and I'm joining on monday which right in this moment seems like hilarious to me
0: that's a rough Uh, day.
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah, good good luck to all of you who are doing that um i want to be able to read my team's purpose and go okay this feels unique to them it tells me what i actually am here to do and what the value is of our group existing in this organization
0: Mm -hmm, what would mm -hmm. you add to that Well, I think it's, uh, I think those are great starting points. Uh, One thing that I think is always interesting is people want to be aspirational at every level of the fractal. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't need to be. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to accept that like, yeah, the ambition of the firm or of the unit might be quite aspirational. And the ambition of our team or this role might still be, you know, inspiring, but doesn't have to be so flowery, right? It can be quite literally like, the growth team's job is to bring amazing opportunities in. Sure. And just like, that's it, right? And so that that is a little bit aspirational to me as someone that likes to sell, but it's not, um, we're not talking about changing the world in yes. every single context. So I think just being really clear about what do we actually do? And I find that when I kind of play the game of like, not quite five, not exactly five whys, but play the game of like, wait a second, but what's the outcome? What's the mm-hmm. output of what you're doing? And people will say something and I'm like, no, that's more of an activity I, that's where the juice really starts to come out because mm-hmm. folks want to go to activity like our job is to produce the P&Ls. No, it's not. Right. Like, what? why? Why do we need them? Yes. <laughs> right. Well, we need them so that we have financial insight so we can steer and navigate. Oh, OK. That starts to feel more like a purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. To give the organization the information it needs to steer mm-hmm. financially. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Now, now what do we do to do that? Well, we might do a P&L, but we might also do an AMA meeting. We might also do an infographic. We might also create software. Like there's a million things we could do now. And so I think a good purpose is specific to your point and authentic. It's also grounded in reality. And the more it's about an outcome, the more easily you'll be able to be creative about how you pursue it.
1: Mm-hmm. And along those lines, I don't think it hurts at the team level to have something that feels really vivid and maybe even funny, um, as long as it is outcome oriented and it's true. I worked with a legal team a couple of years ago and I don't remember exactly verbatim what they ended up with, but it was something along the lines of kick ass and stay out of jail. And I was right, just like, you guys, this is the, <laughs> you're the best, you know, like d- never pay. Yeah. Like it was stuff like that that made it into yeah. their purpose. And and truly it was very outcome oriented and it was something that right. really coalesced the team very clearly because it wasn't like we will aim to mitigate risk and
0: Oh educate yeah, yeah, yeah. the organ
1: they were just like, nope, we never pay. Like it was something like that. <laughs> I love um, that. But it was great because it was funny and it was them and it was authentic and everybody knew what it meant. And it was outcome oriented, not activity oriented. So it was very operable.
0: I feel like in this moment, a dash of humor goes a long way. Sure does. You know? Sure does. So that's awesome. All right. So, one last little surface area here to hit. Um, Obviously, these are pretty quick episodes. So, we're not going to give you the full, you know, book that could be written about each area of the canvas. But um, another quick thought about purpose is that when it starts to come, is that when it comes to metrics, goals, uh, you know quarterly objectives, OKRs, all that kind of stuff. There's going to be an interplay here, mm-hmm. and I've I've seen people on Twitter being like, "So are all the OKRs off now? Mm-hmm. Like we're off the hook, right? Because the economy's crashing." Um, I think it's valid to to go back and look at that once you have this purpose work done, and say, "Well, what does that mean for our?" quarterly objectives. What does that mean for our goals? And we'll talk more about that in the strategy uh, episode of this series. So we'll dig into a little bit more about objective setting and goal setting and how that connects to strategy. But I do think it originates in purpose. Mm -hmm. And, And if you have a, you know, an OKR that is oblivious to your updated or refined or focused purpose yeah, that's got to go. So Mm -hmm. let's, let's start by, I think maybe wiping the slate clean on all that stuff and just orienting to purpose and saying like, I know we had a bunch of numbers on a wall somewhere. I know we had a bunch of words written. Let's put all that aside for a second. The purpose right now is X. So how do we serve that? And let's just live in that space for a week or two. And then we can, you know, deepen the understanding of what that means tactically and and in the short term.
1: Which incidentally is a really good practice when you're not In the middle of a global pandemic, uh, I am going (laughs) in 20 minutes to do a quarterly strategy session with my client that is going to be about retrospecting the first quarter and Mm -hmm. adjusting outcomes based on what has happened. Uh, it has been scheduled since January. It has nothing to do with go- what's going on right now, but I'm imagining the, ju- the adjustments might be a bit more significant than they would have been uh, if we had done this another time. So these are just good routines and practices and habits to be in.
0: And that's a great place to end for today because it hits on the theme of this whole series, which is doing the right thing to be adaptive and human is going to help in this moment and it's going to help every other moment hence, right? So like the idea that you know, doing regular steering, regular retrospecting and adapting rather than committing to things forever in advance. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Turns out to be really good practice. Yeah. Because you're still keeping that meeting and you're still gonna get a ton of value out of it and even more value in this moment that's, you know, chaotic. So I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Thanks for being here with me this morning. Good times. Quick tip of the hat to Taylor Marvin for making us sound good. Brave New Work is produced by The Ready, where we help organizations around the world change the way they work. You can get in touch with us by emailing podcast at the Tell us your stories. Tell us uh what brightened your week up a little bit in the midst of all this uh, you know, chaos and, and fragility. We'd love to hear that. Um give us a review if you have a chance. Share the episode with a friend. If you have a chance, this series might be a good uh, you know, gift for a fellow leader or manager who's uh panicking a little bit in this moment. Um, And as for you, thanks for listening. Now go change something.